here we go back at it the healing journey you know part of this journey is just to talk about things that no one wants to talk about we talking about emotional healing emotional intimacy we are reading from our book adult children of emotionally immature parents how to heal from distant rejecting or self-involved parents by dr lindsey gibson last week we talked about emotional intimacy today we are going to talk about emotional loneliness now think about that we we hear a lot of people said i'm lonely or i'm alone or I, nobody understands me that's emotional loneliness and in the book it says parents who are emotionally immature are so self preoccupied that they don't notice their children inner experiences in addition they discount discount feelings and they fear emotional intimacy listen to that they fear emotional intimacy they're uncomfortable with their own emotional needs and therefore have no idea on how to support at an emotional level such parents may even become nervous and angry if their children get upset punishing them instead of comforting them these reactions shut down the children's instinctive urge to reach out closing the door on on closing the door to an emotional contact now listen to this it says the reactions from parents from spouses from friends from grandmothers our reactions can cause children but i'll just say people instinctive urge to reach out closing the door on an emotional contact if we are in emotional lonely state and our children or someone comes to us in a vulnerable state and we react out of rage or out of anger or out of judgment or out of just denial or pity or just just discounting their feelings we are shutting them down and their urge to reach out now i know we've told people before you can reach out to me i'm listening you could call me i'm here for you but our reactions share these things how do we react when someone said i messed up I made a mistake. Do we react in a judgmental way or do we react in a calming and comforting way? You know I have to throw my scripture in here. This scripture is James 1 and 9. It says, "You must be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry." Now listen to this. When someone comes to us and they say, "Hey, I just made a mistake. I know I shouldn't have done this, but I've done it anyway." What are they coming for? They're not coming for your judgment. They're coming because they're being vulnerable and they're asking, "How do I get over this?" Now, this scripture tells us, "Be be quick to listen." Listening means I'm going to tune in to hear what you're saying. I'm going to tune in to hear what you're not saying. I'm going to tune in to hear your heart and your reasoning and what you've done. I'm going to listen to see what you're actually asking me for. The next thing it says be slow to speak. So if someone comes and says again I made a mistake, why should I be speaking if this person is coming to me? The majority of the time people comes to us for us to listen. A study shows that teenagers have when teenagers were polled and they asked what they wish their parents did more of, they said they wish their parents did more listening. 
just listening, not teaching, not buying me anything, not doing anything. Emotional loneliness comes from not feeling like you are heard. Just listen. Be slow to speak, quick to listen. And the last one is slow to get angry. Now, one of the things here is I see a progression in this. I'm going to be quick to listen. So if I'm quick to listen, I can't be so quick to speak. If I'm quick to listen, I can't be so quick to get angry because I am listening. I am not in my feelings. And so when I see this scripture, I see an emotional healing in this. I'm going to be quick to listen. It requires me to, to, to think objectively instead of in my feelings. I just need to listen to what this person is telling me. I don't need to be so quick to speak. I need to be quick to listen. Slow to speak and slow to get angry. With that being said, the book continues to say emotional loneliness is a term that suggests its own cure. Being on the receiving end of another person's sympathetic interest is what you're feeling. This type of loneliness isn't an odd or senseless feeling. It's the predictable result of growing up without sufficient empathy for others. It's a difference saying it's a difference between empathy and sympathy while listening. Sympathy says, you know what? I made a mistake. No, sympathy says I am a mistake. Look what I did. I'm a mistake. I'm a mistake. I did this. I'm a mistake. That is sympathy. Look at me. Have sympathy on me. I'm a mistake. I'm a mistake. But empathy says I made a mistake. It is a difference between I made a mistake and I am a mistake. Yes, we want to have empathetic human beings. While listening, we are being empathetic by saying you may have made a mistake, but you are not a mistake. I want want us to tell this to our kids. Tell us to our loved ones. You may have made a mistake. But you are not a mistake. The abortion you had, you are not a mistake. The divorce you had, you are not a mistake. Whatever you did, you are not a mistake. You may have made a mistake, but you are not a mistake. We want to conclude by giving these four tips and tools on how to become emotionally mature. Love others. When while you loving them, listen. Be quick to listen. Empower and engage in these conversations while you are listening. Quick to listen, slow to speak. The next one is affirm them. I can't affirm and be angry at the same time. I need to affirm them with love and dedicate time to our loved ones so they know that I am listening, that you are listening. Because when you take the time to listen, you are showing someone that you love them. This is the healing journey where we love God, lead well, and live intentionally. Thank you for tuning in.